by way of brief recap. The scriptures, the, the, the scripture as, uh, used to, to refer to Leviathan, uh, Ezekiel chapter 29, verse 2 and 3. Psalm 74 verse 12, Psalm 104 verse 24, Isaiah chapter 27 and, and, and Isaiah, uh, Job chapter 3 verse 8 and Job chapter 41. Now you understand that the, the Leviathan was that, that entity that came against Job, that, that, that took away everything that Job had uh, 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 and uh, almost wrecked Job's life uh, 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 and Job had to deal with uh, Remember that Leviathan always comes and manifests strongest in a transition season. He manifested when the children of God were coming out of Egypt uh, uh, to go into the wilderness. He resisted their deliverance. He wanted to keep them in bondage. That's what that spirit does. So remember in Isaiah 21, uh, Ezekiel chapter 29, uh, 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 God tells Ezekiel, son of man, verse 2, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him, against Egypt and all of it. Keep that word in your vocabulary, prophesy. Yes, speak. So, the, so says the Lord Jehovah, behold, I am against you, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, great monster, who lies in the midst of his rivers, who has said, my river is mine, and I, even I, have made it. But I will put hooks in your jaws, and I will cause the fish of your rivers to stick to your scales, and I will bring you up out of the midst of the rivers, and all the fish of your rivers shall stick to your scales. So number one, Pharaoh was a personification of this Leviathan spirit. So Leviathan spirit works through a lot of people. What did Pharaoh do? He kept Israel in the bondage of slavery for so many years. And what did he use to do that? He used uh, uh, intense witchcraft and enchantments to hold and to bewitch the, uh, the children of Israel and to bewitch the nation to hold them in bondage, in the bondage of deception and slavery to prevent them from ever getting their freedom and their liberty in Christ Jesus. And, 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 and the Pharaoh uh, took possession and told them a lie, the river is mine, uh, 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 and so on and so forth. And he used the false prophetic, the counterfeit prophetic, to hold them in bondage by lies that were made believable. And the weapon that God was going to use was God expose Leviathan in the midst of the rivers and he was going to bring him out with his hooks and so on and so forth. We'll get into that later. And so that was Leviathan and he was trying to prevent the children of Israel coming out. 
He attacks you when you're going into something. When there's a great breakthrough about to come your way. When the children of Israel were about to cross the promised land, cross the Jordan to enter their promise, Leviathan rears his head uh, through the ten spies and they bring, they bring a, a negative report. They did not have the right spirit. They had the wrong spirit. Joshua and Caleb had the right spirit, but the children of Israel had the, the ten spies had the wrong spirit. Number one, they had come into a place of confusion. They saw the fruit of the land. They understood all the promises that given them. They had seen all the testimonies of God providing manna and providing sustenance. And the miracles he worked for them in the desert. They saw all that stuff. But their mindsets were in bondage. Even though they had been delivered physically, they, their minds were still in bondage to, uh, to Egypt. And so they began to see their perception had been so diminished. Their mentality was messed up. They saw themselves. They were still had an Egyptian mentality and because and mindset. And so they saw themselves as grasshoppers rather than giant killers. And so that was a stronghold in their mindsets or in their souls that had to be dealt and you need to keep on praying according to second corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 to 5 for the lord to break down every stronghold and to cast down imaginations and so on and so forth and you need to pray according to romans chapter 12 for god to break your conformity to the thinking patterns and the ideologies uh, of the world and, and to renew your mind with the word of God. That's what you need, some of the things that you need to do. Remember we said that Leviathan, great deception. That's what he did to the children of Israel. So they couldn't cross into the promised land. He destroys communication. Uh, 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 he comes against apostolic church and ministries that are about to cross into their inheritance. He, 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 he kinks up relationship. He destroys relationships, especially relationships with the people who are meant to be your destiny helper. He afflicts people with and with intense headaches and, and back problems, especially in the upper region of the shoulder and the neck. Remember, he's king of the his trademarks are stubbornness, a rebellion, haughtiness, stiff-neckedness, and the likes. And he blocks the spiritual development of people. And he, like I said, he brings shoulder problems. Uh, we said that he has, according to Psalm 24 verse 12, multiple heads. Uh, yes, and, and he's always attracted to wilderness people. Wilderness people are always in transition. He keeps you from coming into your inheritance uh, and he keeps you uh, so that you enter into your promise. He manifests 
when Christians want to walk in the deep things of God. Psalm 104 verse 24 tells us that he plays in the deep. He stops you and wants you to stay in shallow waters. He wants to stop you from entering the fullness of the infilling and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We know that because the deep things belong to God. And in Ezekiel chapter 47, uh, uh, Ezekiel is told to measure uh, the river and he fords first in ankle deep water, uh, knee deep water, face deep water, and uh, waist deep water, and then he goes the water uh, uh, and is submerged in the water because he's submerged. That in my uh, a uh, 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 type of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. That word baptized is a Greek word, uh, bapto. The word bapto. And, and, and here I have a white, I have a white handkerchief. Uh, the idea of baptism or baptizo or or bapto means to be fully immersed. So if I immerse this white handkerchief in a, a, a bucket of red dye, what happens to the white handkerchief? Every cell of the fiber of this fabric would be saturated with the red dye and this cloth will change its identity color from white to red because it is totally saturated with the red dye that's what baptism means and i don't want to do a teaching on baptism when we study geography remember the middle of the river is where the velocity is at its fastest the middle of the river that is where there is most uh erosion there is there is uh, a, a lot of attrition where uh, depending on the course of the river in the courses there's much more erosion in the middle course much more attrition where where the 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 rocks that have been eroded are being ground together as they collide with one another and in the lower courses of the river that's where there's a lot of grinding and, and, and silting because now the rocks are ground to powder and so when you cross a river like ezekiel 47 was you get to the middle of the river that's where there's most erosion that's the deepest part of the river where where there, there's more erosion than any other part and that's where your feet can't touch the ground at that in your walk with the holy spirit you are at mercy to the current of the river no longer your feet can't touch the ground are at the mercy to the currents of the river or the currents of the Holy Spirit. You have abandoned, you have died to self, and you allow the flow of the river to carry you. And in this case, it's the river of God to carry you wheresoever you will. So you have the, uh, you, you are now devoid of self. You have come to a place of, of uh, denial of self. But Jesus said, remember Jesus said, let anyone who will come after me take up his cross and deny himself 
and follow me. So there's a difference between self-denial and denial of self-denial. Self-denial, food, uh, fasting. But denial of self means you're denying, you are, you're putting to death your ambitions, your aspirations, your dream. You are dying to yourself so that you're completely open to the plans, the, the call and the plans and the purposes of God for your life. So you come to a place like Paul came to where he said, not I that live, but Christ that live in me. That every day you are decreasing so that Christ may increase in you. And, and, and that's, that's the picture. You must allow the Holy Spirit to come and to fill you and so on and so forth and and, uh, and he's also manifest as a crocodile you need to study how crocodiles operate. you get a uh, also a picture uh, a better understanding of of leviathan because he bites into you and he doesn't tear chunks out of you the crocodile twists so he dismembers. He will dismember your marriage relationship. He will dismember your family relationships. He will dismember your relationships in the church. People will misunderstand. People will communicate. People will corrupt what you say. And sometimes you will say the wrong way. So people, you you meant to say this, but you say you say it another way, and it just causes a lot of strife, a lot of contention. And I remember I said the crocodile lies under the lies in the it stays in the water. He hides. And so one of the things that we need to pray is for God to expose Leviathan in, in our lives. And remember, we said one at least one quarter to one third of the crocodile's body, it's its mouth, it's his head, and its teeth, and its teeth lock into you, and he doesn't want to, and he and he so dismembers relationships, and so on and so forth. And remember, he said he infects everybody, he causes discouragement, and he's also called the fleeting serpent. How does a serpent attack? It winds, especially spirit it winds itself around you and begins to suffocate choke the life out of you choke the breath of god out of you choke the life of the holy spirit out of you and squeeze you and squeeze you and put you under so much pressure that you become discouraged libby because when you're devoid of the life of the spirit then you're now operating in the depths of the flesh you become discouraged you think things Situations are hopeless, like Job did. Uh, he, 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 almost you become suicidal. Job said, uh, 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 "Naked I came, naked I go." Him, they, it was just that thread of hope that was left in Job that caused him to, 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 uh, 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 to rise up again. Uh, and the thing about Leviathan is that he brings an unteachable spirit and so let's look at some of the uh, uh, uh let's look at some of the, the uh remember i i talked about uh some of the uh, uh keys to dealing with you uh leviathan i'll briefly mention them again number one remember he's the king of pride so key first key is humility you need to think less of yourself and think more about others 
you need to ask God to humble you. Key, uh, key two. Remember, he rules. Remember, we said that Leviathan in Job chapter 34, uh, uh, he rules over the children of pride. Uh, he is a spirit that actively gets caught up with self. Self, 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 yeah? Yeah. Uh, 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 and the thing about pride is, is the pride rational, uh, rationalizes and justifies wrong response. Well, I did it anyway, and I was right. You always think yourself as right. But humility embraces righteousness. Humility understands that it's not about being right. It's about responding in a right way. So we need to move from being reactionary to being a uh, uh, proactive, where you don't react to things, but you respond to things God's way and one of the keys catch this you always need to come in an opposite spirit in the opposite spirit when people hate you love on them your enemies Jesus said love your enemies when 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 the Pharisees and the Sadducees and Herod said Jesus give us a sign Jesus never wanted to validate himself he left that to God to validate him. And so self must die wherever you're trying to vindicate yourself, wherever you're trying to prove yourself right. Vengeance belongs to God. I shall repay. So you've always got to come in the opposite spirit to break the Leviathan cycles in your life. And Leviathan always waits till you are at your weakest point. Your weakest point in prayer, your weakest point in, in uh, where you are vulnerable because you're tired, spiritually tired, mentally tired, and physically tired. Because then your mind is open to suggestions and he can use witchcraft to take hold of your mind. Remember, he used witchcraft to divine the day that Haman was supposed to attack the Jews. That would be the day when they were at their weakest. And I'm talking from experience. So you always need to come in the opposite cycle. And when you start, start to track patterns where Leviathan, uh, he operates in cycles and patterns, when you track the patterns, let's say January is the month where you go through a lot of attack or certain things happen in your life, then in that season, because the curse may be and, uh, 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 and the attack may be on time and not just in you, then you always need to come in the opposite spirit at that time. And if the month of January, when you go through your worst season in the year or in the cycle, or uh, you've tracked, uh, you've seen that pattern then the month of january you come in the blessings time blessing that season fasting and praying in that season and coming in the opposite spirit remember the key is always come in the opposite spirit to break the cycles of pride to break the cycles of misunderstanding to break the cycles of offense to break the cycles of gossip to break the cycles of retaliation that the spirit of the Leviathan falls against you so you find that at a certain time every month people rise up against you at a certain time in every year boom your mini church ministry goes through an attack and then all of a sudden something happens there's an accusation against you and then people take up that 
situation and then you get offended and you say, I'm leaving that church. Never leave a church, especially a church where God has planted you because you are offended you have that means you have taken the bait and 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 you have moved not because god moved you but because you yourself and most people that do that can never get planted again because you have unplanted yourself where god planted you and that's if god planted you in that ministry and a sign that god planted you there is because the enemy wants you out he will cause you to be offended it is always more dangerous to be the offended than it is to be the offender are you with me humility is key dealing with leviathan at churches so i'm not going to go into that let us get free of leviathan first then we can now start dealing with his effect and influence against us in the in the church from the church key two about leviathan is repentance uh, when leviathan is in our midst it's critical that we ask the holy spirit to search our hearts and reveal anything in us that is in agreement with pride or anything that will give place to the manipulations of this demonic king. Are you with me? You have to invite the Holy Spirit to go into the depths of your heart. Remember, David prayed, Search me and see if there be any wicked way in me. Remember, Job had to come to that place where he he, he had to he, he had to he thought he knew a whole load of stuff and and, and god says job do you think you can bind leviathan yeah, uh, and so on and so forth job thought he knew a whole load of stuff so job's problem was pride and one of the that, 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 that happened to us, Job was extremely knowledgeable and knowledge puffs up. Job was extremely rich. He was so rich and he had a honor in society and those things cause pride to enter, especially if you don't have a humble spirit, uh, 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 material, uh, uh, possessions and wealth or riches uh, uh, can cause a lot of pride and you won't know it so so you need to ask the Holy Spirit to search you in your life because he hides in the depths of your life only God can expose those things and you got to remember that when God exposes them he will cause people that are your mirrors to 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 or circumstances to to expose what is in your heart. Let me let me give you an example. Remember, David. David had a challenge. He couldn't keep his hands off women. He was a voyeur so to speak he never knew that he had such an adverse heart he never knew that he could commit murder but what happened god allowed the circumstances when kings go to war stayed home situation number one then, setting him up he woke up late in the afternoon took a walk to his rooftop for a brush of and he looked and he saw Sheba having a bath. And God called the situation 
Bathsheba. And from that moment in time, he began to desire her. And so God exposes through that situation the adulterous heart that David had. And out of the relationship with Bathsheba, he now decides to expose his one of his most trusted soldiers to the weakness to, 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 in the battlefront and Uriah dies and God holds David responsible for the death of Uriah. David committed murder. David never knew that he, that he had a murderous heart. God so God will use situations and circumstances to use anything in your life. Repentance is key. Number three, uh, you need to operate in the love of Christ. Uh, you need to pray that you will walk in the love of Christ. You will grow in the love of Christ. And to grow in the love of Christ, you just have to love and come in the opposite spirit. Love people that hate you. Love your enemies. Just manifest love. So on and so forth. Uh, uh, Leviathan creates so much misunderstanding, so much bitterness, so much offense that he tries to drive people apart and destroy relationships. And this is why love is such the such a powerful key uh, to coming the spirit of Leviathan. Because when you choose to love, love is not a feeling you feel when you feel a feeling you have never felt before. The agape love of God is a choice. It is a decision that you're going to love. And, and I don't have, to, I can't teach on love. Uh, but, but, but remember this, you just choose to love. You choose to move in the opposite spirit of Leviathan. You choose to value people and invest in relationships instead of exalting and protecting yourself with your pride and your selfishness. Key scripture for dealing with love is 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Uh, and it goes on to tell us what love is. And love is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Key number four, listening and hearing. Yeah, James chapter 1 verse 19. We have to listen and to be slow to speak. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Because Leviathan will cause you to say things you don't mean or to make promises you never intended in keeping. And so you have to keep your conversation holy. Remember we just read in Ezekiel chapter 29. Uh, 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 Leviathan uh, prophesy against him. You're supposed to prophesy. So your words are very important. Key number five, guard. I already mentioned it. Guard your communication. Uh, because uh, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 tells us that the, the, the tongue uh, within the, uh, the uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And a major part of Leviathan's assault is to agitate you to speaking words of death. Remember, Job's wife said to him, curse God and die. So what has happened? Leviathan, Job and, and his wife are at loggerheads. Leviathan has divided them and the wife is so bitter. The, the, Job, the wife just said, hey Job, you're useless now. You lost everything. Just curse God and die. Uh, but Job spoke the right words. I know 
my redeemer liveth hallelujah hallelujah so he tries to agitate you to speaking words of death bitter words cursing one another uh, negative he tries to get you to be judgmental accusative and don't forget you the, the, there's only one accuser and that is the man that is called the, the devil that is the accuser of the brethren and when you start bringing bring uh, being accusative whose work are you doing you're in agreement with satan and you're doing his work by bringing accusations amongst other people and he tries to because he's a serpent the the, the fleeting serpent he calls around you your life spirals from faith to, to to doubt, from faith to fear, from from love to hate, from 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 courage to to despondency, and and and, and then to from persevere, from patience to impatience. He begins to work the 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 fruit of the flesh rather than the fruit of the spirit you and that's a death spiral you become despondent you become depressed you become discouraged you become depressed and then you begin to become suicidal and you have to encourage yourself in the lord he causes you to be hateful words spoken out of hurt you lash out of people with hurt and with your anger and you become so frustrated that you lash out and you've got to understand that god uses the negative to work the positive your frustration is good your frustration is working power in you john was so frustrated at the wine he was trying to bake bread in a wine press nothing can be functional as that but when the angel of the lord which was a pre-incarnate manifestation a christophanies the jesus said to him uh, gideon you're a mighty man of valor and so, so what Levathan does is he tries to bring you of very very low self-esteem where you've lost your confidence and your courage but jesus said go in this thy might Go in this thy might. And so Jesus looked on Gideon's frustration and he frustration. You know those toys we used to have children that you used to wind? Remember, you used to wind and like a tightly coiled spring. You on the ground and boom, those toys would move like those cars and mechanical cars and stuff like that. That's what frustration does. It is winding you up developing inner strength in you so that when god shoots you out as a deliverance you go with speed so don't curse your frustration use it come in the opposite spirit leviathan always wants you to speak death to one another He's opposed to you speaking life and he tries to bring and make you believe deception and hold on to deception because you end up wanting to believe the worst about other people and also the worst about yourself guard your communication yeah jesus said in john chapter 6 verse 26 to 29 he's dealing with appearances that could could have been an attack of leviathan and so uh, the spirit there is not mentioned uh, a name but there is misunderstanding 
murmuring, there is complaining, there is disagreement, there is arguing amongst one another, verse 52, there is confusion, verse 60, there is offense, uh, 60, in verse 60. And, and broken relationships by the time we get to verse 66 it's just a mess it's just a mess this is what is going on over there and 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 uh, 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 it could very well be uh, an attack against uh, against leviathan uh, i'm just going a little bit deeper from the things i mentioned in uh, the last time because you've got to deep calling deep and so so here this is is what is happening in in john chapter 6 in verse 61 jesus said but knowing in himself that his disciples were murmuring about this jesus said to them does this offend you so these guys were about to get offended satan was baiting them never get offended it is more dangerous to be the offended than it is to be the offender we'll about that another time uh, uh, um, so so this is what happened in John chapter 6 with his disciples he, 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 he uh, and Jesus says he's not gonna enter into an argument he's not gonna enter into offense he watches over his heart he watches over his words he's speaking only that which is engendered to spirit and life so in verse 63 he says it is the spirit that gives life the flesh does not profit nothing the words which i speak to you are spirit and life so jesus became a mother he doesn't get angry he doesn't speak out of his his irritation or his frustration he gives leviathan no place the prince of this world cometh but he has no place he has no foothold in me what was the enemy's ultimate goal by the time we get to verse 67 and 69 he wants to bring a wedge between him and his core team he's trying to bring a wedge between him and his core team so jesus models how to guard our communication in the midst of leviathan's attack so watch over your words it's very important guard your heart for out of your heart proceed the issues of life guard your heart with all diligence jesus for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth will speak luke 6 45 it's not the right time to to to, to open your mouth and speak just keep your mouth closed one of the hardest challenges we have is to keep our mouths closed and not to speak when we're speak and uh, not to speak when when we're tempted and we're compelled and and just we just gotta say it god mouth ask god to put a bridle over your mouth because once you speak words they cannot be taken back are you with me so you have to understand that's leviathan's goal it might feel good for you to vent in, in that moment, but all you're really doing is adding fuel to the fire. And without wood, the fire always dies down. Guard your communication. Be mindful about your words, your spoken words, your written words, your texted words, your
words be careful communication key number six you need to so let's recap so we talked about key number one humility key number two repentance key number three love key number four listening and hearing key number five guard your communication key number six decrees in Isaiah chapter 27 verse 1 Jesus declares that he will punish Leviathan with his fierce and great and mighty sword so a key over there in Isaiah chapter 27 In that day, Jehovah shall visit the sea monster, the darting serpent with his great and fierce and strong sword, even on the sea monster, the twisting serpent, and she shall slay that is in the sea. So that tells us that the, the, the word of God hmm, is a key and one of the most important keys. When you're in warfare, the word of God is a weapon that we can wield to exact vengeance against the spiritual enemies, powers, and principalities. Remember, in Genesis chapter 1, there was that revelation on how great and mighty the declared word is. God spoke the word and everything was. How effective it was in bringing order out of the midst of confusion. He said, let there be light and the chaos and the confusion the darkness that was over over the earth disappeared and so speaking is very very important jesus did not speak and say oh uh, sorry god did not speak and say oh uh, uh, the whole world is very very dark oh wow there's a lot of the whole there's there's so much have you seen all that chaos remember genesis 1 and the uh, uh, and darkness was the deep and everything void and null and in a state of confusion and uh, a mess. He didn't say it's very messy here. You know, he, he spoke the opposite. He addressed the situation. He spoke, he came in the opposite spirit. He spoke words. He spoke the solution. Let there be light. He did not reiterate the situation. He did not spread gossip. He did not uh, complain to God about it. He spoke the solution. He spoke the solution. He said, let there be light. There was no debate about it. The, the, he, did, he just came in that power to address the situation. Uh, in Isaiah 27 verse 1, Jesus announced that he has given... Luke 10, 19, Jesus said he has given us authority over the power of the enemy to tread upon uh, serpents and scorpions. So God has given us authority, but we don't attack Leviathan head on. We ask the Lord to attack him by the word putting the Lord giving us uh, words to speak over him. And I'll treat that um, next week in greater depth. Uh, and so on and so forth and so uh, your words you've got to decree you've got to decree and that's very very 
serious. The key seven is prayer. Uh, when Leviathan is active, communication, it becomes an issue. And so what happens is communication is twisted and so on and so forth. So you've got to come into a place of prayer. You've got to increase your prayer life. Uh, sometimes it's hard to pray. So if you walk with the wise, you grow wise. So you need to have people who genuinely are God chasers and God seekers who love to pray. You've got to get out of your comfort zone. You've got to go to prayer meetings, especially where the Holy Spirit is moving uh, and where God is. God's name is recorded. I insist that because there are a lot of churches that God's name is not recorded there. Are you with me? You gotta know how to pray. You gotta key into prayer. You gotta develop intimacy with with, with God in prayer and fellowship, uh, and you, you gotta build up yourself in your most holy faith by in the Holy Ghost. So when you're praying in tongues, mysteries to God. So you pray in a lot of tongues, but you also need to pray the word. You get with people who know how to pray. Yeah, because Levathan wants to block your communication with God. He wants to from reading the word of God. That's why on this prayer platform, we don't pray in tongues much because you're already praying in tongues, but we need to pray the word. God said, put me in remembrance of my word. I let us plead together. The language that God understands is also his word. So you gotta pray the word. Word. So you gotta fill your heart, store up the word of God in your heart. We'll talk about this uh, in greater detail next week. Uh, and so he tries to twist your communication. He tries to pervert everything you're doing. So you go into prayer and it all to the Lord. And, uh, and my advice is pray at the head of every watch. Consistency and persistence in prayer. So even if it's minutes at the head of every watch, Take out time to pray at every watch. Remember, there are four watches of the night, four watches of the day. Uh, but just try. Don't condemn yourself if you can't wake up at the head of every watch. But start and develop consistency in prayer. Because that's exactly where the enemy wants to attack. He destroys your consistency in prayer. Uh, uh, the key number eight is praise and worship. We know Psalm 150, the praise out of your mouth becomes a two-edged sword for God to use to execute vengeance against kings and nobles and so on and so forth. So you praise and worship is very key. And, and you've got to understand the dimensions of praise. Uh, one of the words is to act clamorously foolish and to dance and and to use instruments there's the barak there's the tehillah there's the toda uh, there's a the proskuneo there, there's so many stances of praise and worship and and so you've got to just engage in praise and worship ah god i've run out of time
And so I've stopped at key eight. We will continue next week. And then hopefully we can go into other keys and start to pray into all those keys to begin to deal with Leviathan. Uh, but for now, let us just pray. And let's ask God to show us whatever is in our lives. The Bible says, do not give a foothold to the enemy. So let us pray. Are you ready to pray? I want to lead you in prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you. We come to you on this platform. And Heavenly Father, we thank you because you are delivered to the utmost. We thank you because you encompass us with songs of deliverance. We thank you because we have been set free through the finished work of the cross. So Heavenly Father, we realize that Leviathan has been attacking us, attacking our relationships, and we just want to say, Father, that according to your word in Job chapter 4, verse 7, submit to God and resist the devil. We lift up our hands to you, and we say we want to come into full submission to you, Heavenly Father, to the Godhead. And Lord, we are repenting of iota in our hearts and we're saying because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but are mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds that every citadel of pride in our hearts in our souls lord where we say help us to demolish those strongholds to crush them to powder we're asking you to deal with every area. Remember the 12 gates of our souls, every area of our souls, our emotions, our conscience, our mentality, our mindsets, our perceptions, Lord, our world, worldview, our relational skills, our emotions, our intellect, Lord God, our volition, our will, Lord and we submit all those gates of our souls to you even right now of the Lord Jesus break the foothold of the enemy and so Heavenly Father we declare that we are revoking and renouncing all covenants that we have entered into knowingly and unknowingly with Leviathan in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ according as your word declares in Isaiah chapter 28 verse 18 the covenants with death shall be annulled and the agreements with the grave shall not stand in the name of the Lord so we break every agreement that we have entered into with him and every agreement <coughs> 
that was entered into knowingly and unknowingly by those reprehended from our ancestral bloodline from our father's sides and our mother's sides in the name of the Lord Jesus we renounce reprehended every form of pride in our hearts in the name of the Lord Jesus and we declare that we choose to walk in the humility and the spirit of meekness so we ask you to come and help us we renounce all ungodly pride in our lives, in our achievements, uh, from our achievements, from our material aggrandizements, in the name of the Lord, just from knowledge that we have gained, in the name of the Lord, we renounce all pride that came from our bloodlines even from our tribes from our race from our countries we renounce all pride related to our abilities and our strengths we renounce all pride related to even our church denominations liberate pride that comes from congregation and so on and so forth we renounce all godly pride to our educational achievements and and uh, and and uh, and the titles that we have heaped ourselves, we all those titular things like our uh, 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 the pride that we have. We put our PhDs and uh, and our BSCs and and our Master of Divin uh, Divs on our complimentary cards and all the titles we have given ourselves. Uh, 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 apostle, uh, Apostle, uh, uh, General, uh, uh, Chief uh, uh, Prophet, uh, Master Prophet. Oh God, help us. Uh, 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 grand Pontiff Emeritus, uh, 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 Chief Pastor, uh, uh, General Overseer, uh, 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 Apostle Prophet, <clears throat> uh, uh, Archbishop, and, uh, and all those titles that we use to get recognition and acceptance uh, and status from people and from a world that the Lord has already condemned because friendship with the world is enmity with God. And so we renounce all those titles and, <clears throat> and the use of those titles. We renounce every level of, of, of education, the pride that comes from levels of education and pride that comes from our family. We come from no families we renounce all that pride we renounce all pride related to our traditions because jesus said by your traditions you made the word of no effect and i'll have you know as we're praying that the, the tradition has a gematria 666 uh, that's the numerical value of the greek words that form the word tradition so tradition is bad Lebrehende is part of the system of the beast Lebrehende we renounce all these ungodly traditions and customs of men that we have imbibed we renounce all godly ungod all god godly pride related to our wealth and possessions we renounce all ungodly 
related to our state. Lebrehende, our cities, even our sports teams. Lebrehende, because we were in some kind of sports teams, the first 11 or, 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 or in, in the football team of our school or in the tennis team, we renounce all pride. We renounce all witchcraft. We renounce all confusion and false spiritual gifts given to us by Leviathan in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Lord, we're asking that every limitation, every curse of pride be broken off our hearts, of our lives. Every curse of strife be broken off our lives. All witchcraft confusion be broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Lord, we're go back 40 generations go back all the way to Adam and we activate the blood of Jesus to cleanse all the defilement that came from our ancestral bloodlines in the name of the Lord Jesus we renounce all the pride that has been with all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus and we pray today such us See if there be any wicked way in us. Lord, we open our hearts. Go in heart with your sword. And begin to cut away the things of the flesh. From the things of the spirit. And Lord, go into the deeps. And the hooks and begin to expose and bring him out of the depths of our hearts and souls. In the name of the Lord Jesus ask you holy spirit to give us a revelation of leviathan and the way he has been operating in our lives and that so that we to repent in the name of the lord jesus thank you heavenly father uh in the name of the lord Christ and heavenly father i just cover every single person under the sound of my voice with the blood of jesus christ they're going out and they're coming in everything that pertains to them even as you begin to help us to get Leviathan's hooks out of our lives, out of our relationships, out of the work of our hands, out of our callings, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you because your word declares that pride goeth before us. So we every form of pride and the doorways that in our lives through us and from our ancestral background and we say lord deal with every area show us those areas where we have been manifesting pride lord we're asking deliver us from the hands of leviathan break the teeth break the teeth of leviathan in our lives break the teeth of leviathan in our family break the teeth of leviathan in our homes break the teeth of leviathan in our marriages of Leviathan in our relationships. Lord God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We look to you because our help cometh from the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to stop now. If you have any questions, write in to me. And I want to ask you for one thing. I covered your prayers towards me. Um, what we're doing on this platform attracts a lot of satanic retaliation. So I just covered uh, your prayers to me word. 
and um, and that God would just help us to navigate this under the auspices of the Holy Spirit so that Jesus Christ is glorified. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. May God bless you. May the Lord deliver you. May he show you his salvation. May he exalt, may he exalt your horn like the horn of the unicorn. May he give you revelational insight to all these things that we're talking about. I, I, I'm a methodical builder, so I, I'm just trying to go deeper and deeper and deeper to leave no room for doubt so that when we really start to to go head on in prayers, or especially on the seventh day of the week, also known as Saturday, concerning me, Bathan, understand what we're doing. Understanding, pray, praying with understanding is better than just praying without understanding what you're praying about. So, Shalom. Have a blessed weekend. May the Lord bring you a rhema word, a word that speaks into your situation as you go into your place of assembly to worship him. May the Lord send a word to you to confirm some, some things that, that you feel he has spoken to you about. Take hold of the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.